Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. All right, there's a lot to still get into uh, as we're rolling here on Willard and Dibs. Peter King was, uh, was fantastic. We can keep going with the Ayuk and Debo stuff. There's some Warriors and Giants stuff to get to as well. Um, and then there's, of course, Doc Feely. It is, uh, it is time to, uh, to check in on Cleared to Play, where we probably could check in on all three teams, to be honest with right. you. Um, so let's do it. Cleared to Play, take you inside the tent, get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health in this segment and bring in our friend Dr. Brian Feely. Hey, Doc, what's going on? Not much, guys. Well, glad to have you. Uh, first, let's start with the Warriors. Uh, we, we've watched Chris Paul shooting the rock, and uh, we're, we're starting to see the ramp up, and the Warriors, of course, playing well before the break. What is your expectation right now, both when we see Chris and how he'll look when we do? Yeah, I mean, he was injured January 5th, so typically we target about eight weeks before you come back, so that's looking like early March. And so if they said after the All-Star game, he's got about 10 days of ramping up, that makes a lot of sense. Um, How he's going to look? Probably pretty solid. It's on his left hand, and it's his index finger. So if you think about it, that's a lot of what's going to control his ability to shoot and pass. So this lead-in is how much pain is he going to have, how much swelling is he going to have in his hand, but most importantly, getting the conditioning up and running again. And, you know, as a 38-year-old, it's not quite as easy as when you're 24, 25, but my expectation will be that he'll be in good shape and he'll be able to hit the ground running. Speaking of running, we didn't see a lot of that in the All-Star game on Sunday, a lot of jogging up and down. Is it fair and founded for these players to be that concerned over injury, over a game where maybe they're playing three-quarter speed? You know, I think any athletic exposure there does increase the risk. I think when you look at this, you would probably say defense in some way, shape, or form probably would increase the risk, and they safely stayed away from playing any defense if <laughs> the score was 211 to 186. So I think it's low risk, but I do think anytime you're out there cutting, trying to land jumps, it does increase your exposure a tiny bit. So even if it doesn't make it look as fun necessarily in terms of competition, I think they're right to just kind of take it easy. Doc, let's get into a little baseball as, as spring training here is uh, is underway and upon us. I'm interested in, in, in some of what's going on with the Giants pitching staff. Alex Cobb had hip surgery in the offseason, and they're saying it's going well, but it's a little mysterious in terms of what his timetable is. When, when do you think he, he might be back on the mound? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I think in general, the training staff does and the medical staff do such a good job of being conservative with these guys and making sure their function and their form is essentially perfect before they go back in. And if you think about hip, hips in general and pitchers, so much of their strength comes from how much rotation they get through their core and their hip. So you really want to make sure that both their landing leg and their push-off leg are perfect. So, you know, if he's having any symptoms, they're just going to be conservative with him and hope that he can go back full bore. Robbie Ray, new signee of the Giants, had Tommy John last May, so now we're nine months removed, and he's hopefully on track to return midsummer. What's the return to play like now off a Tommy John injury with a pitcher as opposed to 10 or even 20 years ago? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think it's a lot of where our science has come in and shown that this really isn't a seven- to nine-month recovery, which is what it used to be. Now we're really seeing a 12 to 18 month recovery. So for, depending on where it is in the season, these are some of these um, pitchers will miss essentially almost two seasons. And I think that's largely because the surgery, ironically, has gotten better. So we're being more conservative with when these people come back. And the other thing is a lot of these patients end up getting the tendons repaired. The flexor tendons are what protect your ulnar collateral ligament and give you some extra stability to the elbow. So having both of those repaired is going to delay the amount, uh, or delay how long it takes to get back. But their function once they return is much higher than it used to be. Uh, Doc, Pablo Sandoval is 37 years old and didn't play baseball last year. So uh, <laughs> what, what, what are the physical sort of things we should be thinking about with his arrival at Giants Spring Training? He, he didn't play baseball in the U.S., but if nothing else in the last couple of years, Pablo has proven that he loves playing pretty much everywhere. So I think he's played in three different countries. I think if he's in decent shape, he always has a shot. If nothing else, he makes the clubhouse more fun. Ain't that the truth. Yeah. Ain't that the truth. Um, Doc, great stuff. Thanks for doing it, as always. All right, guys. Take care. Okay. Dr. Brian Feely with us. The proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. Um, can we yeah, can chill, we just chill on the Pablo thing? Can we just for a moment? Go ahead. It's a joke. It's How an so? embarrassment. No, it's not. You know what's embarrassing, You're Mark? You're taking it May as I? something that's real, which is why you think it's embarrassing. You know why it's real? It's why? because the Giants put it out as this triumphant homecoming of a return. What would you expect the marketing department, which has nothing to do with baseball decisions, to do? Leave it alone. Let well, the guy make the team first why the hell before. Would they do that? Well, why would you trump it? Why would you trumpet the return of a 37-year-old guy who hasn't played Major League Baseball in four years? Because it's fun. That's it's not fun. Why is it's it not embarrassing? Fun? Why? Because it's your off season has been a long series of question marks and mm. who's who's. Okay. And the the big thing thing that you do from a marketing standpoint is to trumpet the return on a minor league deal the big of a guy done on the marketing it's, front. Okay, it's been the Robbie last Ray, 48 hours. He's, he's coming off of Tommy he's John. He's not going to play yet. Pablo this, is... You're missing the point of why it, no, it's so bothersome to me. <laughs> it's is, annoying that this is what the Giants are putting their marketing heft behind. But why do you even care about marketing? I don't care at all about so, marketing. Like, yeah, like I'm caring it's, about. The, I just think it's sad. I, I, fine, I think fine. it's sad he's that not, this is this is like where they think that they're going to attract fans. Is he, the panda's back? Is he a, dust off your it, panda hats, everybody? But he's not making the team. Well, then why even mention it? Because he's Pablo Sandoval. 
right. she's a beloved figure to the organization and its fans. Who's showing up at spring training to, to run around. To mentor Marco Luciano and Luis Matos. Well, then say that. They, they, well, they, of they course they're not going to say that. We've it's, signed him to it. The panda's that's back. Like, I mean, that's like you're a parent. All the social media you're a parent, is a joke. That's like telling the kids why you're... Well, I'm going to give them a little bit of tough love here. Um, you know, we're going to try that. You don't tell the kid... Hey, uh, before I yell at you, this is just going to be a little tough one. Uh, it's not a big deal. That's exactly what no, we do. No, it isn't. That's exactly just, how no, we you parent. just got to do it. I'll Pablo just fly off the handle. Pablo thinks he might make the team, although he probably also knows what's up. Like right. Bob Melvin wants. If he him makes there, the team, not gonna, that's even more no, damning to I, what Farhan's doing. Then I would agree with you. Then I would agree with you. He's not making the team. I think that it's a... He's hanging out, and he's helping out. And it's I, sad and, is and what a, it is. And a team that, that gets yelled at constantly for being boring and without personality has the panda, and it's a big old why not. This underscores Look, how boring you are that you had to, to dust off maybe, a guy from four or five listen, years ago in order to I, make the needle move. I, I am not right now, even though the Giants are second in spending in baseball this offseason. Yeah. I am not a fan of where they are as far as this offseason at all. So I won't, I'm, I'm not, don't put me over there. Like the whole Far- I didn't put you anywhere. No, if you want to be bothered by something that's happened in the last 48 hours, go to Farhan Zaidi's comment about them being done making additions. That's absurd. If you think this starting rotation is ready to play baseball in the National League, well, this Pablo year, can pitch. <laughs> good, touche. Thank you. Anyway, anyway. They can't be done. And by the way, I don't believe him because if I do believe him, then he I, I really have been wrong for the last four years because this is not okay. Your starting rotation is flat out not okay. You're not doing this to Logan Webb. You're not, I am not going to let you do this to Logan Webb. He cannot be your only starting pitcher. Okay, Robbie Ray. They got a couple other guys. Robbie Ray in July. They got Tristan and Keaton. Perfect. Friends of the program. And, and, and you know what? Tristan, Keaton, and Carson. More power to them. <laughs> and Kyle Harrison, I you know. know I'm a big fan, but you cannot yeah. go out there. This isn't a band. It's not Logan Webb and the four question marks. I don't want to see them perform. Okay? Alex Cobb's going to be another month into the season. And the other guys are all question marks anyway, and you've been trumpeting for four years the need for like 10 starting pitchers. When you go into camp, you've now got like two. Two! What are we doing? You're not allowed to be done. And I don't believe you. Mark Feinsand, literally 24 hours ago, Yankees have an offer on the table to Blake Snell, Giants and Angels, the other two involved. We'll see. I don't even think they're going to get Snell. But the idea that they're just done with millions of dollars still available below the tax threshold and needs that are obvious. Look, Matt Chapman's been the worst kept secret all offseason, and maybe they don't go get him. That you could actually pitch to me. Tell me that J.D. Davis, Wilmer Flores, Casey Schmidt, and Marco Luciano are going to handle the left side of the infield. You can sell me on it, I guess. I don't know how that's going to go. You cannot sell me on this starting rotation. That's a no from me, dog. Like, it's not ready. It is not ready, and you cannot pitch to everybody that it's ready. So do not say out loud, we think we're done, unless that's a negotiating ploy 
to Scott Boris, who thinks it's cool to keep all of his free agents on the shelf until the first week of the season, right? So which the, is also lame. The Giants don't do desperation. And last year, if you look at their starting rotation, it was very similar to this. The only difference was they had a bunch of 30-year-old, 30-plus-year-olds who weren't very good. Yeah, but they had people who you who trotted had, out. But at least they had people who had started games in the majors. Fine. And if you look at last year, they had 13 different guys start a game. Yep. And three of those guys are going to be in the rotation this year. Tristan Beck started three times. Keaton Wynn started five. And Kyle Harrison started seven. There you go. They're your veterans. And I know we haven't brought Slot up... Slot them at two, three, and four. We haven't brought up Jordan Hicks, who's never gone more than five innings in his life. Oh, but he will now. <laughs> but nobody goes more than five innings under Farhan. It's not ready. It's not under Farhan. It's now under Bob Melvin, and they will. Right. They will go six or seven if you had pitchers capable of doing it. So you got to go get pitchers who are capable of doing it. And here we are. It. Pitchers and catchers have reported. Everybody's reported. It's mid to late February. The freaking outfielders and, have reported. Right. And this is what you have. So I've long since lost faith in Farhan being able to do what he is setting out to do. And if he says that he's done... I'll take him in his word, because I don't know if any of the Boris Four, as everyone's calling him, <laughs> if you're Boris and you want to get every last dollar, and you've got Farhan, who has not been able to spend every last dollar, I don't have any faith that he's going to land any of the Boris Four. No, I don't either. I don't so either. this may be the team that he goes, it might he be. goes to post and with. it's not okay. But they've got Pablo. <laughs> Everyone, look over here. The panda's back. Yeah, I don't. I like. I'm, I, I'm not saying I it think, bothers me so much that no, I want to write a firmly worded email. I, <laughs> I think that the yeah. very optics of broadcasting that the panda is back. It's a shiny. It's a big shiny object to take your attention away from the reality of what you're laying. Out. I know what you're saying, but I think that your 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 comment makes it sound like the marketing department and the baseball department are in more concert than I think they are. I think the marketing department is people sitting there going, "Well, th- let's have fun with this." Pablo Sandoval? Are you kidding me? The baseball department is like, "Look, he wants to play." He's a, he's a team legend. We've got two young Latin players who we think really could use some mentorship. What's the, what's the harm in that? I don't think Farhan called the marketing department and went, I want you to make a big deal out of this. I don't think they did that. I don't think that they're working together that well. Wink, wink. I don't think they're working together that well. So... Um, I well, get if I'm you, Farhan, I'm making the call the other way and saying, maybe, you know what? Maybe. Don't mention Calm it. Calm it down. If some, if Susan no. Slusser sees that there is a slightly rotund, heavy set guy over there picking balls at third and hitting from both sides of the dish. Body shaming Pablo? Damn. I'm equally rotund. Well, There's nothing wrong with being no, I, I just, I, I the round mound of red balls on the ground. I yeah. think it's spray, I, you could have waited for the one liner. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll share your opinion if you were to make the team. It's spring training, so who cares? It's like getting worked up over an all-star game. <laughs> oh, people well, are worked up over I an all-star game. I know they are. Don't get worked up over the all-star game. Just turn it off. If you're that turned off, just turn it off. I'm not getting worked up. Now, in terms of what I do for a living in sports talk, absolutely I'm worked up. Because to me, it is symbolic of how things are being run down there, which is more sideshow than playoff and championship caliber organization. This, to me, is a joke. The fact that you are 
putting out all of these news releases and you're getting all this attention of a guy who's not even going to make the team. How about you draw attention to Luciano? Or Matos. Where are the profiles well, on these young I, no, players? See, what's Casey Schmidt doing I, right now no, in the offseason? But why you did What's Blake Sable at? But what's the win? Blake Sable. What's the win there? The win is getting fans interested in yeah, players but, who are actually going to play. But you don't know that. They could be in the minor leagues for all we know. Well, Sabe Sabes won't be. Oh, yes, he could be. Blake Sable? Absolutely. Two way Sabes? He's got options now, and they've got two other catchers. So, yes, he absolutely could be in the minors. So, I'm not, if I'm a marketing department wow. and I'm baseball, I'm not taking my 22 year old players and humping a bunch of more pressure on them by marketing them all over social media before they've ever even had a starting job in the bigs. That's not what I want to do. I, I'm, I'm with you with regard to if the baseball people... Here's the issue with it. The issue with it it, it, like it's not they should be marketing Luciano or they shouldn't be marketing Sandoval. It's that they're marketing Sandoval because there isn't anything else that's interesting enough right. to be more marketed. Right. Here's the way I'll say it. I am me. I watch this as much as anybody on the planet. Yeah. This team put together an Instagram slideshow over the weekend of... Arrivals. We all know about arrivals in sports now. Oh, it's big. Oh, look, there's Steph. What's Brock he, Purdy, J.C. Penny. Right, Brock Purdy's <laughs> got a backpack again. Look out. That means he's really coming after you. It's going to be 300 yards right. for Brock. Big blank Brock. Here we go. It's arrivals. Well, the Giants did it, and you got to see, by the way, Wilmer Flores drives a ride. Whew. If you're a car person, okay. But they're doing arrivals. And you're watching Broncos and sports cars and GMC, and here it all comes into the parking lot. And then here they come sauntering into the stadium, and I'm like, yeah, who's that? Is that Ethan? If I'm only, Kyle? If I'm only batting 7 out of 10. Who you, are you? If you give me 10 players, me, without their uniform on, and you live in Farhan's basement and I can only, when you're not staying at when Kyle's. When I'm not at Kyle's, exactly. <laughs> only when they travel in the summer. Totally. Anyway, if I can only hit 700, me? I mean, come on, man. Come the average on, man. fan's probably hitting 300, come on. if that. So that's the issue. And it's been the issue for a long time. And so we get that. But I, I can wrap my head around even that if you go play good baseball. But spoiler alert. You're not going to play good baseball with this starting rotation. I'm sorry. You are not playing a four-game series against Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani, and getting them all out with Keaton Wynn. You're not, I'm sorry. You're not, you're not there yet. You have got to have another answer in the starting rotation before Game one. Probably two answers. As I mentioned last Maybe. year, last year you started 13 guys, and part of that was the, the Kapler approach about openers. It was op- opener city, baby. Dickie V. <laughs> but then you look at the rest of the rotation and guys like, you know, Cobb and, and Disco and Manaya, these were not guys that you trusted. And even those durable, reliable, I'm a starter arms, yeah. they don't exist this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, they do. They do. You, 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 but you have to actually sign them to a contract. Well, I mean, on your team right now. Yeah. It's Keaton and Tristan and Carson and, and Kyle. And maybe they'll be fantastic. You're going to need them to at least be innings eaters. But, you know, yeah. What What is Jordan Hicks actually able to do as a starter? 
Um, which one of the young guys are, are, are ready to step in? When is Alex Cobb going to be ready? I'm sorry. It's just too, it's too many questions. You have to be able to throw some, um, some ability, like standby ability, some credibility at, at the starting pitching spot, especially as you bring in a new manager who everybody's like, oh, yeah, we're done with this whole opener thing. We're done. We're done like replacing guys at two and two thirds, especially if someone's pitching well. If I go out to talk to my starter at five and a third and he tells me, Skip, I got this guy. I don't know if you've noticed, but I just retired four in a row. Okay, we're going to stick with you, buddy. Keep going. Go to the seventh, right? Because what happens when you don't do that all year? Even if it works for a little while, like it did last year, by the end of the year, your bullpen stinks because you wore them right. to bleep out. You had three so pitchers doing... last year throw 100 innings. And they're not doing that this year. Three so... pitchers threw 100. I mean, it it's was crazy. Mania, yeah. Cobb, and Webb. You had Alex Wood get close at 97.2, but other than that, you had D- Disco, 99, and a bunch of openers. Yeah. So that's, that's not what, even 200. That's what I'm worried about. I'm not yeah. worried about Pablo and their Instagram posts. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about that. When Farhan says we're done, it's like, you better not be. I'm not worried you about better it. better not be. But I see that over the weekend. Damn it, Farhan! I have a couple of uh, Giants fans who are less of Giants fans now than they were sure. three and four years ago. Sure. They're very close to me and my family, and they react in a visceral fashion like, totally. what the blank is this? Well, that's where the fan base is, across the board. Right. And they're going to be that way no matter what happens until the Giants go out and play good baseball. In interesting baseball. Interesting baseball. Even if you yes. go out and you start 4-10, and 10, but you're losing games like 12-11 and... You know, hey, we lost well, this one 13 to 9. Or- I mean, their two biggest free agent signings are like personality guys. Right. Jung Hoo Lee, Jorge Soler. Like these are these are these are not like that dead fish personality sure. type type people. So that's a good start. It is, but, but I do think the language barrier at least for uh, Jung Hoo Lee could be a part of maybe. You know, cuz it's hard to as a fan, to really latch on to a player I don't know. through an interpreter. Otani became the biggest deal in baseball, and no one's ever heard him say a word. Right. So That's Otani. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, uh, nobody's saying, I'm just saying, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You if Jung Hoo Lee hits 400, fans are going to latch on to it. Exactly. It doesn't matter how he speaks. Especially or if he's he out speaks. grandson of the wind and, and all that stuff. He's is out fun. one press conference, and he killed it. For sure. The best press conference the Giants have had in five years. It was fantastic. So I'm not worried about that. I'm just like, I'm I'm worried about can you play good baseball? Because at the bottom of this whole thing, there has to be that as a base. You have to play good baseball. You can have personality, no personality. You can have your whatever, your, your pitch to the public. It can work. Some things don't work. At the base of all this, you've got to be a good baseball team. And right now, I don't see a starting rotation that threatens to be one. Especially in a ballpark where you need pitching and defense. So, better not be done. Well, he and, says he's done. Well, he said and we're I take done him adding. his word. He said we're done adding. Maybe there's a trade in the works. Okay. I don't know. There's I some also, subtracting that's going to go on. I have a hard time believing that they've been named as, as one of the two or three teams that's still playing with the Boris for the whole offseason. And as all four of them still sit there unsigned, the Giants are just like, we out. Now we're just not interested. Bull. I got him slated for four second places 
in the Boris four. <laughs> four silvers. Yeah. For your guy Farhan. Well, no, they're not uh Well, actually I can't yeah. I can't I don't think Bellinger is I don't think that's in play. That's just me. I could so be it's wrong. Bellinger, Snell, Chapman, and Montgomery. Montgomery's Jordan, the other Jordan one. Okay, Montgomery. Thank you. Yeah. Jordan Montgomery, which would be great. But not in the donut bet. Not in the donut. You're down bet. to three. I'm down to three. Down to three. Yes. But yeah. you know, still in play. Yeah, yeah. but all, but all those were the only three free agents. The other one that I named was a was a player on the Brewers. Right. And he got and he traded. Signed. Oh, but, he did get traded. Yeah, to right. the wrong orange and black team. Yeah, bummer. Went to the Orioles. It's bad beat for you. Stupid. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Um, okay. We're presented by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Eight at eight. 957-9570 is the number. Um, we can get back into Keeper Trade Ayuk. I think that this has been very therapeutic, this whole show. I've worked on this. I've thought about it. I've read uh, during the breaks here. And I think I've, 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 I'm like Judge Wapner. I've come to my decision. I'll be right back with my decision uh, on Willard and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're so nice. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. It was so nice to have Peter King on the air and have him feeling healthy and good. Yeah. That was at least his third sentence before he started coughing again. Yeah. But and only two uh, two early hacks, and then, yeah. and then he... Yeah. <laughs> That's great. He was able to work his way through it. A couple coughs to clear. You can tell he's better, though. Yeah. Just like the whole demeanor of him, right? You could tell he's he's doing better. Well, I thought think, he did great. Yeah. Think about his story Thanks, where <laughs> the Super Bowl ends and his daughter says, oh, yeah, three in the morning, you're going to the hospital. Yeah. And they go straight to the hospital. And it's not one pneumonia, it's two pneumonias. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Two pneumonias inside, inside uh, his Peter King. King. Yeah. yeah. Right. Inside Peter King. One reporter. That tells me that... Uh, both of his lungs, and I don't want to get all medical on you again. Yes, you do. 
You see, love this stuff, and it's so weird. See, Mark, what it's happens? So weird when you have double pneumonia. I mean, that's when you have both of your lungs filled both with lungs. fluid. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because pneumonia when is when you said triple pneumonia. That was a funny. Yeah, because that's not possible. Uh, right. uh, thank you. <laughs> he gave me the the sickly laugh, but uh, yeah. yeah, two lungs filled with fluid. That's wait, wait. I, I only because I feel like we've gotten to know him better this year, and I think he'd be okay with it. Grandy, how many Peter King bodily function sound effects do you have on your board right now? As in not words, just noises. Correct. Uh, let's see. One. If you count laughs, two, not three, two, not three, four, not four. Play them as he. Not five. Thank you, Lucas. Right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I don't know if that one counts, but <laughs> no, they all count. <laughs> oh, my favorite was the third one because it's four <laughs> chuckles, and then he's he's about to die. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that, that one encompasses <laughs> the whole year. That it was the, every single Peter <laughs> King interview. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Oh, it's really good. Thank you, Granny, for that. Oh, this God. is this is the best one, though. Kyle is an anal guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true too. Uh, that's true too. More Peter, straight well, ahead. There you have it. Okay, all right, good stuff from Peter. But um, I think that they signed Brandon Ayuk to an extension. Boy, I really do. I, I think that's the answer. I think the Forty ers here, here's what I think people are also sort of latching on to. You know, Javier called in and almost seemed like he's like, gosh, people got to stop with this narrative. Well, here's where people are getting that. You know, Javier is one of our listeners who will dive into this stuff and like read and understand the cap. Yeah. He knows more than all of us put together. Just ask him. But no, Javier, <laughs> if, you're, if you're still listening, one thing that I think you need to understand is that. 99% of 49er fans don't know that stuff, and that's okay because that's being a fan. You don't ask fans to go understand the cap. That's boring. That's not why we're here. It's over a lot of people's heads. I'm, I'm with you. I don't know all of the ramifications, and that's why I came up with my really smart retort, cap schmap, because you, <laughs> they, they spent a whole year telling us, oh, we're capped out, we're capped out, and then they kept everyone. They kept everyone. So if you need more cap space, make more, right? That's it. Cap space is like donuts. If you run out, make more. Yeah. It's no big deal. And I know that there's... I know there's more to it than that. I understand. The way Javier laid it out was 11 draft picks, and he seems to think that they can draft 11 players and sign them all for very little and keep them all. I'm not sure. You know, first-round pick. You're probably not going to keep them all. Right. They're probably not all going to get signed and make the team, but it feels like you're threading the needle a little bit. But he's right in terms of the Brandon Ayuk contract, and you've mentioned this before. If you do extend him, the cap hit this year does go down, down pretty significantly, and the real cap strain doesn't come until the following year. Right, which you could do something different. 
You know what I mean? Like with Debo Samuel, or or, or someone else. Like think of all the players. We're like, oh gosh, you got to get rid of this guy. Like Bucky Brooks came on earlier, and he's not wrong when he says, okay, if you're going to sign Brandon, then you got what? Else, what are you going to give up? Well, this year, nothing, nothing. Not giving up anything this year. You got to give up something next year, which. As Bucky said, next year is the time where the Niners are going to have to reboot this whole thing anyway. You're going to be forced to. And it actually isn't even about signing Brock Purdy to an extension because that won't hit right away either. That'll hit actually the following year. We're one right. year away from talking Brock extension. We're two years away from it actually kicking into your finances. So if you were to sign Brock Purdy to $40 million, you're not doing that for a year, and then it doesn't take effect for another year after that. So there's a lot of room and space and things that will happen between now and then, such as certain players just aging out of this whole thing. You may not want some of these players by then. Right. Where's Juszczyk at that point? Where's Trent Williams at that point? I hate saying it, but where's George Kittle at that point? How has Dre Greenlaw recovered? Um, you know what I mean? What's what, what? Hell, Christian McCaffrey's deal will be up and he'll be 30. Yeah. So, how you doing? And if you look at the list of free agents after next year, it's Eric Armstead, Mooney Ward, Dre Greenlaw, it's uh, McKivitz, it's Banks, it's Ambry Thomas. And it's Big a, money. It's a whole host of other players who potentially would come off the books. Right. And, you know, Eric Armstead's got a huge cap number this year. And George Kittle's got a huge cap number this year. So those are players where, and I know George Kittle's already reworked his contract. I don't think Eric Armstead has. Maybe he's a a candidate to do what they've done to so many players. (laughs) I think he did actually rework it. He already reworked it. I think so. I lose track of how many contracts they've done that with. And he's tweeted out every dollar that he's made and where it all goes and all of that stuff, which gets uncomfortable. But, hey, you do you. Like, whatever you want to do, that's fine. It's your contract. It's your Twitter feed. But, yeah, there's a thousand things to happen between now and then. But if you do just want to make it about receiver, the whole, like, well, I'm not paying $50 million to two receivers. Fine. Fine. Then sign Brandon Ayuk to an extension this offseason and cut Debo Samuel next offseason. It's an option. It is. If you're really hell-bent on we can't do that, we cannot do $50 million for two receivers, I'd argue that it may well be the case that that's the way to go. Um, Debo Samuel, I hate saying this, phenomenal player, um, and, and and just a Swiss Army knife on offense, an emotional leader, a boombox guy. Those things are all true. Right. Here's another characteristic. He's not going to age gracefully. That's not going to go well. That's not a player who's going to be the same guy in his 30s. I just don't think that that action works that way for him. He's too physical. There's there, there, You're already seeing it every year. It's like, I mean, there's the Debo Samuel injuries we know, and then the times that he's laying on the field and then is able to work through it. How many of those do you get in a year? Eight? I was going to say four, but... Like, good God! So, what's that going to look like? You're going to put all of your receiving money into Debo Samuel and and young guys, and then Debo's going to take another end around and get hit in his gargantuan thigh? And limp off, you know, and his shoulders, and is this that? Like, I, I just, 
I, I can't, you know, Bucky sort of said break down, figure out going forward what's your wide receiver pecking order. And I think you need to do that not for this coming year, for the one after it. You need to decide now what's your pecking order in the 2025 season. Right. Well, to me, Brandon's one. Well, Debo's dead cap at that point is $15 million. Right, but it's a potential out. It's, it's, it's a potential out it's at a that point. It's a workable situation. This year, his cap hit is 28.6. So Correct. And your, your dead cap this year is 26.5. That's what you have left on the deal if you were to cut Debo. Now you're not going to do that. I would advocate it makes better business sense, and it's more of a, of a ballsy move to trade Brandon Ayuk now, get picks now, and restart your wide receiver clock with somebody from this draft. You re-side Jawan Jennings. You know he fits in the system. He's a good blocker. He delivered many times with big catches. You move off of Brandon Ayuk, and you find a receiver in one of the later rounds. You have 11 picks right now in the upcoming draft. It would give you a chance to reset and restart your wide receiver clock. You'd be able to move up into the first round of this year's draft. You'd have two picks in the first round, so you'd be able to do what everybody wants, which is get an offensive lineman, and maybe get a lockdown corner at the end of the first round. Get two players to come in and help you right now. I think you can do that anyway. You got 11 picks. Here's my issue with that. My issue with that is that Niner pressure, Kyle Shanahan pressure, the window, as everyone calls it. Um, I don't think it closes after this year, but it gets harder. There's no question about that. This upcoming year, especially after what has taken place over the last five years, could not be a more pressurized season. And by the way, that's already not good because that usually doesn't necessarily go well. But if I'm the Niner Brass, I'm doing nothing to lessen my chances this year. I am not trading Brandon Ayuk for God knows what out of the NFL draft. Even great receivers often take a year. Like the great rookies often take a year. Justin Jefferson, many believe, is the best receiver in the game. I drafted him in the 13th round of his rookie fantasy league and cut him halfway through the year. Oh, it's a mistake. It was a mistake, but he wasn't doing anything. Why? Because it takes a year. By week 14, he was fantastic. But I'm not doing that this year if I'm the San Francisco 49ers. I need all my dogs out there this year because they, again, should have the best roster, should be the best team, should, 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 should. Doesn't mean it will, but my God, I'm not doing anything that's going to lessen my chances in this upcoming season with Brock Purdy making $900,000. You come back in this scenario with the Super Bowl AMVP on your roster, the Super Bowl almost MVP, mm-hmm. Jawan Jennings, who had more catches than Brandon Ayuk in the Super Bowl. But facts. You, but you know... Hashtag ju- facts. Huh. Hashtag facts. Yeah, you don't I, want me to speak because you know what I'm going to say. Juwan, facts. Juwan is not Brandon or Debo. I know. He's, he's not, not even styled like that. This is absolute raw fact. Thank you, Peter. He did have 19 catches this year he's in the regular player. season. He's a good player. He cannot do what Debo I don't think that he can do. elevate up and be as good as Brandon Ayuk. I think he's a fantastic and perfect third receiver. I don't think I would ever ask him to be more than that. I don't think that it makes any real sense, football, business, or otherwise, to pay two receivers $50 million a year and not be a team that throws the ball very often. That, don't, to me, don't need to. is lunacy. Don't need to. 
I'm signing him to an extension. I'm not paying of him $25 million this year. Well, you will in the year after, unless no. you're ready to cut Debo at that point. Which you might your be. Your Swiss Army knife. You might be. Right. He's 28 now, and I think you're right about him probably not aging gracefully. You want Debo in his 30s? You want that to be a centerpiece of your team with the, with the battering ram that he is? Well, already you've got a running back who's almost 30, and your tight end is 30, and your left tackle's 35-36, so maybe it is down to just one year. Maybe this year, Mark, yeah. the way you're laying it out, I think you're ready to now say what you've been so afraid to say this <laughs> entire year. You know what 2024 is, Mark? For the Niners? Let's go to Don and Walnut Creek. Super Bowl or bust, Mark. It's no such thing. It's not Super Bowl or try again when you've got all these 30-year-olds. Of course it You're is. You're ready to cut Debo. He doesn't Su- get to try again. Super Bowl or try again is a way more powerful statement than y'all have given it credit for. Because a lot of teams aren't going for the Super Bowl every year. All 32 are. No, they're not. No, they're not. You think Atlanta's like, Super Bowl or try again. Like, no, you're not even trying. You don't even have a quarterback on your team. The 49ers, I'm proud to say Super Bowl to try again because it means that they're going to try again every damn year till they get one or two or whatever. Yeah, you need one before you get two. Oh, they've got a 23, 24-year-old quarterback who they like. In theory, that means their window should be 10 years. Well, we don't know how much they like him. We won't know until the end of next year. And Bucky Brooks and Peter King and everybody have said, like, oh, we got to see another year. Well, you don't ever have to do anything until you have to do it. Right. But I also bet if if next year were now, you'd pay him. You'd pay him. You're not letting him go. You're not. Well, what's your other option? Let him play out his fourth year, (laughs) like you're going to do with Brandon Ayuk. And Brock will not show up for that. He will not. But we expect Ayuk to if they take the same tack. Well, so That's what Bucky was saying. Um, no, you don't expect him. You saw the way Peter phrased it. Have the conversation with him. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and we're not off to a great start because, yeah, they are all over social media being like, we out. But at the same time, I'm in the moment, I am going to acknowledge the emotion of today for Brandon Ayuk. The emotion of losing the Super Bowl when you were by yourself in the end zone in overtime. Yeah. The emotion of all of that is very, very hard to swallow. And so, look, we're 49er fans. We don't need to be reminded of, can you go to social media and scream at the Niners and yell, trade me, and then have everything work out? Yes, you can. It's called the other wide receiver on the team. (laughs) Right. It's what he did so they could do it again. Uh, Don in Walnut Creek. Hey, Don, thanks for calling. What's up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Willie and Dibby, man, you guys are my favorite. Hey, I'm nice, ride home. Hey, you know, uh, Willard and Dibbs first, maybe Bonte, Shasky second, and, and Guru and that other guy, whatever his name is, is dead last. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> He's having a tough day already. He just whacked him in the head again. <laughs> you guys are great. Uh, I just want to say about the cap, you know, that's somebody gets paid big money for that. That's over my pay grade. Let them figure it out. They do it every year. Uh, as for the Super Bowl, you know, everybody's been talking and everything. You know, we left 15 points on the field. That interception, that was one touchdown. We could have ran, ran it back for it. I mean, you know, we couldn't have, you know, went down the field on the 40 and, and, and scored. And then McCaffrey fumbled it up. You don't hear too much about him coughing it up because he's a solid player, but it happened. That's 14. And that, and that block punt, I mean, field, uh, extra point, that's 15 points. So they left that on the field. So you know what? It's nothing, no one's fault but the 49ers' fault. You know, the coach could have did some things and went for the gusto, kept his foot on the pedal, you know, showed, showed a uh, set of cojones and went for it. But he, if he didn't get it, he'd have still got criticized. So 
that's all that's all I gotta say. You guys are number one, man. I love listening to you guys. You crack me up. Dibby, you were dead on uh talking about Ayuk and so was Willard though. It's a tie. <laughs> you guys are great. I appreciate it. Thank you. Don Don is uh Don is an easy audience. I like it. I liked your opinion and yours too. Yeah. You tied. Even though they were diametrically opposed. <laughs> it's a tie. Well, here here's where I actually get where Don's coming from though. I walked in today and I've been doing it all week. I'm like, I don't want to come with the opinion until I really have it. And I'm like, I don't know what you do with Brandon Ayuk. I don't know. It really is a tricky spot. And he has some say. Not most of it. I'm not saying he's got the leverage. Right. But that's why Peter sort of launched it the way he did, which was to say, like, sit down and have the conversation with him. Sit down and have the conversation with him. Um, we could, you could play. On on this one, you could do an extension now. It's probably going to be a little bit less than it could be if you play. We well, be, we could discuss that unless something really really bad happens, yeah. and or, then or you could freak out and throw bricks through the windows and say like I absolutely will not play another down for this organization if you treat me this way, and then you're putting quite frankly yourself at risk more than anything else because as a young player you don't have the leverage to do such a thing. The collective bargaining agreement will crush your soul and your finances. And the 49ers don't want to play that kind of hardball either because they want to be good next year. And they don't want Brandon Ayuk on the sideline until week seven all ticked off. Like, that's nobody wants that. No, I do think the Dre Greenlaw injury, though, cast this in a different light for Brandon Ayuk because Dre Greenlaw, mm-hmm. how much money did he potentially lose out on? Because the Niners. The Niners can cut him, and the the cap hit is not very it's not very high. It's I think two point seven if they decide to move off of him. His money becomes guaranteed. I think April first. His money for the upcoming year. So, I think that they can. Gosh, why would they do that? I mean, they love him. They do, but he's twenty seven, coming off an Achilles. Years old. He's twenty six years old, and and yeah, he's coming. He'll be twenty seven next year when he plays. Yes. Coming back off an Achilles, and he's going to miss probably half the year minimum. So it's a tough business. And yes, they love him, and he's been ferocious, but will he be the same player when he comes back? All these questions. If I'm Brandon Ayuk, and I see what happened to my teammate, how he got hurt, and what that means to him... For in terms of his, well, because think about if Dre didn't but, get hurt and Dre continued to play the way he played. Oh, you're right. The dude's getting fifty million guaranteed as a linebacker. You're, you're right, but I think what you're saying actually gives the Niners even more leverage because the Niners right now they can look at Brandon Ayuk and go, "Dude, you're under contract." So if you're talking about being, you know, in a financial spot here, if you don't come in and play, you, you're going to make nothing. And that's not going to set you up for a free agent contract either. I get it. Right? You're going to make nothing. And, by the way, we could franchise you after that. Like, the Niners have the power, and Brandon doesn't want that. So, if you're like, I need my payday, and the Niners say, fine, we'll talk extension with you, but we're going to make you the 15th highest paid receiver in the game, not the 5th. Well, you sign it? Set you for life. Get to be on a team that puts up big numbers. Get to be, like, as a wide receiver in the NFL, don't ever forget, you better be somewhere with a quarterback. Yeah. You can go play for the Falcons if you will. Well, send you to the he, NFC Is South. he in a place where he's got a quarterback? 
1,300 yards. Three catches, three catches, three catches Understood. In the Understood, but 1,300 yards. 1,300 yards. That's how much space I had in the end zone on third down. Well, I had 1,300 yards, you, and my quarterback, my quarterback couldn't find me. So if I'm John Lynch, I say, you want to make your future all about one play, go right ahead, my friend. Three but games. I, would, I, would not, I think he's frustrated over three games. Uh, who isn't? Three catches, but three I, catches, three catches. I think you got to be real careful For as sure. a receiver. If you say, I want to go somewhere and show myself – for what I'm going to do, and you end up in the NFC South, and Desmond Ritter is running around in circles 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Or you got Bryce and Young. hucking or, the ball over yeah. your head. Like, what are we doing here? Like, be careful. You're a wide receiver. You're not a... You're not a running back. You're not a, I get it. You're not a quarterback. You're not a linebacker. You can't just go make your own plays. You got to have somebody to deliver the ball to you, and half the teams in this league don't have it. Right. But you're going to rely on a, another receiver, 19 Problems, who his other nickname might be 19 Injuries. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to go ahead and ice me, and you're going to keep Debo? No. If I'm Brandon Ayuk, I want at least Debo money. Yeah, I get it. I, I mean, get it. But you know, he's getting $14 million this year, what, there's, there's so a, he doesn't get extended. If I'm Brandon, I show up, turf toe. Coach, I got turf toe. I'm talking about turf toe. You don't have the leverage you think you have. I got an ankle sprain. I'm out, Coach. Okay. Give me my $14 million, Okay. And then I'll move on as a free agent. Oh, no, no, no. You don't, you don't get the money if you don't show. No, I'll show up. Practice number and, one. And make up an injury. Toe. Like they have doctors. You can't just make up an injury. You know what turf toe looks like? <laughs> it's an inside injury. <laughs> it's an inside job. Thank you. Um, all right. <laughs> If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Weather and Dibs free Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. While you're there, check out our buddy Nick Friedel <laughs> on the morning roast uh, from earlier today. Steiny and Goo, of course, subscribe to all of the content. <laughs> Perfection and our conversation with Peter King is around the corner as well. It's Weathered and Dibs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.